Do, 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 do. Welcome to the less, you know, with Alexis and Hannah, where, oh no, it's too much. It's too much, Alexis. I can't do it. <laughs> you can do it. You can. Okay. Okay. All right. Welcome to the less, you know, with Alexis and Hannah, where each episode we educate one another and possibly you on random topics that we somehow know a lot about. All right. That was beautiful. That was great. Uh, first off, I'm going to give a recap as to how we came up with this idea. So the, there was once a time where I, being Alexis, watched the movie Split and Hannah gets scared of some movies and sometimes doesn't mm-hmm. want to watch them, yep. but wants to know the plot of them. And I decided to sit down in detail, like scene by scene, the movie Split to you. And I, I kept on like asking questions. You um, had so many questions. Yeah. I was like, so wait, <laughs> what, where did this happen? What, what did he do next? And then you even like jumped into the full universe of split because isn't it yeah. connected to Mr. Glass? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well now I have to explain unbreakable to you. Now I have to explain. Okay, also Bruce is his, Willis. Is his name Mr. Glass? Like I delivered that with full confidence without really knowing. <laughs> is that really his name? Mr. Glass? It is. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> You also are very passionate and obsessed with people who are obsessed with things. Mm-hmm. Like you love being, that was one of the first things you told me when we met. <laughs> really? Is you love people who love things, but you just like, like suck up, okay. suck up that energy. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why when I go on like first dates with guys, I am like obsessed with hearing all about their job. It doesn't even matter what their job is, but I am always like, oh, and then, and then what do you do like after lunch? Okay. Which coupled with my like obsessive, long-winded story tendencies that I have just creates this perfect storm of like, (laughs) okay, I have a captive audience who will sit and listen to an explanation of the movie split. That's as long as the movie itself, I will take advantage of this. Right. And I loved every second of it. it. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Uh, so we came up with this idea for this podcast. We could just sit and listen to each other, go in, go to town on these random topics and uh, make a podcast out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe learn something new and maybe find new things to be interested in. I don't know. And after today's I, I, podcast, I, I really hope it, it works. <laughs> I well, because you've been trying for years, years. You've been trying to get me to actually like Survivor, and I have held out. I do vaguely. I am vaguely approaching this episode as a chance, <gasps> a last ditch effort for you to make a case to me why I should watch the show and I enjoy love it. it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So today I will be teaching Alexis about my favorite show. Survivor, or as Jeff Probe says, Survivor. I grew up watching it. I am currently obsessed with it. And it returns after a huge, long hiatus on September 22nd. Get your DVR set. Do people use DVRs anymore? Probably not. What is DVR? (laughs) I don't know. Subscribe to Paramount Plus if you don't have TV. Okay. So I am going to give Alexis my huge expert explanation about survivor but first alexis is going to try to explain survivor to me in her uh dumb explanation so alexis i'm ready what do you know about survivor okay all right so i have kind of like a one sentence thing 
And then I have more in depth as to my background in it. Okay. All right. Dig so deep. like it, if I, I asked myself, what, what is survivor? What can I, how can I, what do I know of it? What is it in one sentence? And I think the clearest explanation is Jeff Probst is a cult leader. Okay. And <laughs> cause everyone goes to an Island, they get naked, they lie oh. to each other and obey everything that Jeff Probst says. <gasps> and then someone gets a million dollars. That sounds an awful lot like a lot of the like 70s sex cult documentaries I've watched. Uh-huh. Like, but do people end up with a million dollars? Someone does. I mean, I guess in this case, Jeff Probst isn't ending up with a million dollars because usually like, it's it, the leader. It's the leader who ends up with a million dollars. Oh, maybe it's but... kind of like on the island, they're forming their own cult and they like at the end, the winner is the cult. They leader. elect a new leader. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that they like try to make alliances with each other and stuff too. Oh, okay. So okay. they're like, I don't know. Maybe so. In this case, maybe Jeff Probst is like, is God? <laughs> it's a God of the cult. Is it the deity making, making things happen? And then the each time a new survivor, a new leader is is chosen. I don't know. Okay, but for real, I know that it's like this really intense competition. I do know that people basically get naked because that's the most confusing part to me because. I don't understand why you can't leave your clothes on for the time that you're there. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway, there is 12, 18, 24 people, 20 people go to an island. But I have, that's like another question. Is it always an island? I think it is. I thought there was a time that they were in like Africa or something. I don't know. Somewhere remote, supposedly. And they form teams. I don't know if they form the teams themselves. I think they start... They start assigned a team, maybe, and then they later pick their their teams. Okay, okay. I think um, they vote each other off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nailed it. And you like trick people into being your friends, <laughs> all the while knowing they're going to betray you at some point. Mm. But somehow you're still friends after all of this. <laughs> um, there are idols that make it so you can't be voted out. Nice. And the whole point of making friends is because I do know this one because this was a big question I had. So it's like when it comes to the final two, like you just vote for each other. Right. But like the point of making friends is that the final two, like everyone votes, Mm -hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Oh, and I like I always forget about this, but there's like an island, a main island where everyone is. Right. But then there's like a special island where people okay. get like really excited to go to or okay. something. And one time, the one episode I watched with you, yes. there was a guy named Boston Rob there. Mm, there was. And it was a big deal, like a very big deal. <laughs> and I didn't understand it, but that's okay. So yeah, that's that's my general understanding of Survivor. Oh, there are like challenges that they do and stuff. Some are like physical, some are mental. But like my whole background with Survivor. So growing up, I feel like I heard of it as like a bad show and I'm pretty sure it's because people were in their underwear all the time oh like it was bad morally yeah like just we don't watch the show people less than us watch this show Mm -hmm. people who are a little looser you Mm -hmm. know with more into that kind of stuff yeah the watch the show um so I just never even considered it a thing and then I met you you are my background with Survivor basically like that's it like mm-hmm. just just you I watched several installments of the survival challenge thing that you did in Illinois mm-hmm. which used to be in my hometown but well 
I, I think we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, you made it into the final four and you made a girl cry. And it was the proudest I had ever been of you. And you were just like grinning over on, on the edge. Shut up. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. I was so proud of you. Yeah. So when you went off and did your survival challenge thing and came back, that was the first time I realized how big of a deal this is to some people. Mm, mm-hmm. So like you, I remember seeing you after you went off and did this. And the first thing you did when you saw me was run up and hug me, which Mm -hmm. (laughs) for people who don't know, that was a big deal. (laughs) And I remember standing there thinking, Hannah is hugging me on the street, like no inhibitions. She's very emotional. I don't know what's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this person with emotions? She has changed. Mm -hmm. This survival challenge has changed her. And then the summer, I feel like, my background with Survivor kind of came to a head because I met a Survivor winner with you in my hometown. So many people would love the opportunity that you (laughs) got to meet a Survivor winner, go into their home, see all of their Survivor artifacts. Alexis got to see tree mail firsthand, like real tree mail. I was trying to remember that word (laughs) when I was prepared. She she got to see... An idol. She got to see um, Bob Crowley's bow tie that he made out of a buff on the island. And she just, that's the other thing. That's another word. She just smiled and nodded the whole time. I was so proud of you. And I'm also glad you said his name because I had forgotten his name. I just, I see it with you. I just have him as survivor winner in brackets. Oh my gosh. You met the man and his wife. Yeah. And you can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his wife's name. Oh my gosh. Her name's Peggy. 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 Bob and Peggy. I think that pretty much covers what I know. The big thing I know is that Survivor fans are intense. Like they're they're scary. With, they really are. Their... I mean, how many have you met any other Survivor fans in real life besides me and Bob Crowley and Peggy Crowley? I had or is it just one mm-hmm. I had one coworker loved Survivor. And whenever we had to do like icebreaker challenges like in meetings Mm -hmm. his would always be like a story about survivor so why is this the first time i'm hearing about this and why have you not introduced me to this person so i can invite them to like watch parties in dayton because he i don't don't know i think you'd find him boring okay i boring people can go um you know yeah yeah, you know how like we talk about some people i feel like some people you've dated (laughs) Like he's nice. He's nice. Yeah, he's nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, boring. Boring can go. All right. So now <clears throat> should I jump into my expert explanation for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tell me. I am going to give you the whole rundown of Survivor, and you are welcome to jump in with different questions and reactions. I was say, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have so many questions. All right. So first, I'll just jump into me growing up with Survivor. Watched it growing up. And when I went to college slash the end of high school, I stopped watching Survivor. And once I, you know, became an adult, got a big girl job, everything, um, I got back into Survivor and it was a whole brain blast for me when I was like, wait, this show is like way more of a game than I remembered. Like I remembered it being, you know, like surviving, 
funny characters, Rupert, blah, blah, blah. And now as an adult, what's Rupert? Okay. (laughs) What's a Rupert? (laughs) Okay. Anyways, um, (laughs) as an adult, I realized like, oh my gosh, people are like playing a game against other people. This is so insane. And this is also the time when I learned what a Reddit was. And (laughs) I was on Reddit, like reading different stuff about Survivor. And everybody so you were on, deep diving. Oh, that was just the like surface. And <laughs> everybody on Reddit was hashtagging RHAP. And I was like, what does this hashtag mean? Like, I don't understand what. Then I Googled it to try to figure out what people were referencing. And then I figure out that RHAP stands for Rob has a podcast, which is a podcast about Survivor. And so then I started listening to this podcast about Survivor um, back in season 30 for those listening who want to know. So that was that was it for me. I was a what they call a super fan from then on. And uh, later I will bring up more about the live game I played and online games, which I'm sure Alexis will love to hear about. Um, But I bring up me being a super fan because I also want to talk about what a casual is. Alexis is not even a casual. A casual of Survivor is someone who watches Wednesday nights and that's it. They don't think about it. They don't talk about it. All they do is just you, watch You guys it. have a, a special name for like normal people. Yeah, for nor- they're called casuals. <laughs> do you have, so like super This fan. is such a cult. Oh my gosh, Alexis. Do, I told cult. you, I, I, I'm telling you. Is that it? Is that all you guys are called? Just super Survivor fan. super fan? Until... One season, a guy came on Survivor and called himself a super duper fan. And now, so there's super fan. <laughs> but there's, I, I'm just looking at Alexis's face right now. She She's laughing hysterically. There is a super duper fan. And that is someone who like goes hard for Survivor. They make spreadsheets. Super duper excited. They've watched every episode several times. So those are super duper fans. All right. So let's go to the beginning. Um, So Survivor started in 2000 in the US, but it actually has its roots in a Swedish television series called Expedition Robinson. (laughs) Wait, it started in 2000 and there are 42 seasons? Yes, two a year. And it came, came from Sweden. Yeah, inspired by a Swedish show. All right. And Survivor, as most people know, just really brought reality shows to television. Like Survivor was one of the first, and now there's so many reality shows thanks to it. Um, Every season, there's about 16 to 20 contestants who come and play. And they're 20. 16 to 20. Okay. As far as I remember. And they never meet each other until the game starts. So they're always strangers. Unless it's like a returning season. Do you know what that means? That makes sense, right? Previous like champions come and play. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. So yes, it is on different locations um, throughout the series, you know, China, Panama, Nicaragua, Australia. And yes, as you were, you were correct, Africa. Good job. And there are different themes each season. And um, sometimes they're really cool themes like heroes versus villains. And sometimes they are absolutely ridiculous, like um, heroes versus healers versus hustlers. Yep. That was a real season. Hold up. So what you're telling me is that this is actually like people who are too cool for (laughs) D&D, but like 
want to role play. Is that what's no, it's, happening? It's like, their real how role. The, how does the theme affect? So anything? that's how they are originally split into tribes is the theme, basically. <laughs> so there's been like way back in season six, it was split men versus women. Like that was a theme. So they started out men versus women and then they eventually interchanged but yeah they start out like a tribe of heroes would be firefighters teachers moms a tribe of healers are doctors (laughs) uh other types of doctors okay hustlers (laughs) would be was like uh someone who's like a personal assistant someone who was a busboy wait i don't remember but like people who this is a little insulting like They have to hustle. Okay, you guys are hard. heroes and healers. And, and then, then there's guys, the hustlers. You who have just like normal jobs. Right. There's been or, a theme. Yeah. <laughs> but you work hard, though. You have a job, but you work hard at it. See, but isn't a hustler like a con man? Like, isn't that isn't that I, like a thing? It, I thought so. But, you know, Survivor didn't go there. Uh, <laughs> there's also been a season of millennials versus Gen Xers. That was epic. It was really cool, but it's, you know, it kind of got annoying hearing like, well, I'm a Gen Xer and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's also been a very controversial season where the tribes were split by ethnicities. Wow. Yeah. So Ooh. that happened. And that what has... year did that happen? Oh, okay. I don't know that. I'm not a super duper fan. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> many years ago. So, but we're I not... mean, 2000 wasn't that long ago, guys. <laughs> I mean, maybe 20. It wasn't. It wasn't long enough ago that we can't remember. We feel comfortable with that. All right. So, yeah. So those are the themes. Um, the tri- the season usually starts with something called a marooning, where they are usually on a boat in the middle of the ocean, and they have to jump off the boat and gather supplies and get on a raft to paddle to their island. So... That's pretty fun. They're usually split into two to four tribes. And as you said, there's reward challenges and immunity challenges. So reward challenge is where you try to do this challenge to get fire or to get food or to get a tarp. But I mean, fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that means getting, are we like Prometheus? Like (laughs) we, we have fire, right? Like can't they just, well, they don't have flint or matches. So they're doing a challenge to try to earn a flint. So if they don't have that, they have to like make fire on their own by like rubbing sticks together. Right. Mm -hmm. Pretty fun. Immunity challenges are when you are doing a challenge to not go to tribal council. Oh, also, I want to say that they're called tribes. They are in tribes, not teams, Alexis. It's it's a tribe. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Just, you know, some casual cultural appropriation. (laughs) We'll continue with that, that theme going on there. Yeah, so if they lose the immunity challenge, they have to go to tribal council, and that's where they vote out someone, like you said. So um, only the team that loses. Tribes. The only, <laughs> only the tribe that loses mm-hmm. goes to council. Great job. The other one gets to just chill at camp. They're on different camps, by the way. Okay. They're they're located different places. They don't get to talk to each okay. other. Okay. So at tribal council, they see Jeff Probst. They answer their questions. Their leader, their God, yes. their deity. They answer <laughs> questions. And then that, that Jeff Probst poses. And then they cast a vote to vote someone out. So 
I do want to talk about is this what, where the buff mm, dropping happens. Nope. No, okay. they, okay. they just get Sorry. voted out. It's okay. It's you're, you're jumping ahead. It's fine. Um, okay. There. So there's also a phrase called live tribal council. And that's when everything is changing. Sorry. My Jeff Brope's voice came out uh, where things are going nuts and, and people are getting out of their seats and they're whispering together and they're, they're freaking out. Cause that means that they came in with a plan. Something happened during tribal council and someone's trying to switch up the plan and now all chaos breaks out. And then that's called a live tribal council. Does that make sense? So it's not like this is happening live. It's just things are getting lively. In- yeah, I would say that. In- yeah. So you already mentioned the word alliance, which um, you may not know. An alliance are people who are working together and they're going to vote out the same person. A blind side is when someone gets voted out and they had no idea that their name was even on the chopping block, chopping block, you know, like they don't even know that they were an option. Blind I mean, side. doesn't everyone always, you're always think, at risk of getting voted out. Like you why? are, but you might feel so confident in your alliance that you think you're set. You have your plan of who you're going to vote out. And then, but why blind would you side, ever, you. why would you ever feel confident? But the whole point is that we're all lying to each other all the time. <laughs> People are idiots, <laughs> Alexis. Um, there's also they just want love. <laughs> there's also something called like a f- to flip the vote. <laughs> what do you think that is? Everyone was going to vote for one person. Surprise, now, we're voting for another person. They flip the vote. Good job. So flipping is <laughs> or if one person flips, that means that they were supposed to vote for one person. But then they flipped and they voted for someone else. My Jeff Probst voice is coming out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so there's also, if I said first boot, what do you think that is? I mean, I'm sure you know what that is, right? The first person to get voted off. Yeah. So we call them boots. Okay. First boot, second boot, third boot. All right. I feel like you guys like making up words for like <laughs> things that we already have words for. <laughs> All good cults do. So if you're throwing a vote, you are throwing your vote on someone who's not even like planned to get votes, but you're trying to mix it up and like shock people about, whoa, why did Julie get a vote? She wasn't supposed to get a vote. All right. So the whole point, you're not like trying to get that person voted off necessarily. You're just, you're just shaking things up, shaking things up. Yep. Like Miley Cyrus. Okay. The pot. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So hidden immunity idols, which you brought up already can be played (laughs) at tribal council. And that's when you think that you are going to be voted out. So right before Jeff reads the votes, he says, if you have a hidden immunity idol, now's the time to play it. And you stand up and you pull this idol out of your pants and you're like, Jeff, I would like to play this idol on myself. Or you could play it on someone else. And he says, all right, this is a hidden immunity idol. Any votes for Hannah do not count. And so, as Jeff just said, any votes for you don't count. And so only the other votes count. Okay, so if you idle out someone, that means that you canceled out most of the votes. And therefore, someone who only had like one or two votes on themselves just got voted out. So that's called idling out someone. Okay. Isn't that a thing that Bob Crowley did or something? Or he had a fake idol. Yeah. That was was, like a big deal. Yeah. So you can make fake ones and make people think you're going to play it or give it to someone to make them think that they're safe. And then 
get them out. Okay. All right. Do you see how I remembered his name this time? Yes, you did. His right. whole name. All right. <laughs> um, also, if you flush an idol, that means you know somebody has an idol. So you make them think that they're going to get the vote. So they play their idol, but you're actually not voting for them. So that's called flushing it to just get it out of the game. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. All right. So uh, how do you get a hidden immunity idol? You may ask. You used to like find a clue that would say like, walk 10 paces from the water well and dig three feet or something. And that's how you would find it. And it used to only be found with clues like that. But then this, this random guy uh, found idols without using clues by just like guessing where an idol could be hidden. And so now when people go play survivor, they look for idols in weird trees near the water. Well, those kind of things. All right. Another way that someone could leave Survivor without getting voted out is called a medevac, where someone gets so sick or so hurt that the doctor says that they cannot play anymore and they get removed from the game. So do have you do you recall the guy who fell in the fire and burnt his hands? That was a huge cultural <laughs> situation. You might have you might have been too young, Alexis. I don't know. Um, yeah, you are a lot older than no, me. No, not a lot. Um, so, a, you know, a guy fell in the fire, burnt his hands, a helicopter had to come pick, care flight him. Um, one guy hurt his back really bad, so he had to be removed. There's been a lot of infections. There's been a heat stroke. One dude said he had, his stomach hurt really, really bad, and he thought he had appendicitis, and he got removed. But a lot of people think he was just quitting. Just couldn't take the heat. He could, okay. He couldn't take the heat. You might have a question that is, wait, what if all of the votes tie at tribal council? <laughs> Who goes home? Well, here's your answer. So if votes tie at tribal council, they have a revote. And so okay. they have to go vote again, but they can only vote for one of the people that were in the tie. If the vote ties again, they have to come to a unanimous decision out loud in the middle of tribal council. They don't go vote again. They all have to unanimously unanimously agree on who they're sending out. If they cannot unanimously decide, they have to do a rock draw. And that's where everybody puts their hand in a bag, pulls out one rock. They reveal at the same time what rock they have. And if you have the one rock that's a different color, you are out of the game. And that does not include the people who they were trying to vote out. Those people are safe. It's only the people who were. Uh, oh, oh, wait. We're not so in the like, tie. So that's why that's the motivation to make a unanimous decision and to maybe sacrifice mm-hmm. who you want, like who you want to save. Who you wanted to save, but you're like, oh, it's either I have a 20% it's, chance it's of going home. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a huge okay. risk and it only happens every so often, but I was going to say, how often does that happen? That's um, see, that sounds way more exciting to me than everything else. <laughs> I'm going to send you just the episodes <laughs> where rock draw has happened. <laughs> That'll get that you hooked <laughs> way more interesting. <laughs> um, well, I've got an episode of survival challenge. You will love. All right. So finally we are at the part you've been waiting for drop your buffs. Okay. Yeah. All right. So drop your buffs does not mean get naked. What that means is you only have to get rid of the buff with your tribe color on it because you are going to be a part of a tribe swap. And that means that 
you're going to get a new buff with a new tribe color. And so you're on a new tribe and you don't know who's going to be on the uh, tribe with you. Sometimes see, I, you randomly pick a, a buff color. And sometimes it's like a schoolyard pick where someone is a captain and they pick who's on their tribe. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-mm. That brings back some bad dodgeball bad memories. memories. <laughs> oh, God. But okay. So see, I, I think this is where part of my confusion came from, though is I did not know because it's a it's like a bandana right yeah I did not know it was called a buff mm. all right the other time you may drop your buffs is when you merge <laughs> and here is um another answer for you when you were talking about tree mail <laughs> um so tree mail is something you get at your camp it's a little letter delivered to you at your at your camp where your shelter is And it's usually in like a little poem or a little rhyme that gives you a little clue about what kind of challenge you're about to go play, or it tells you something that you're about to do. So you might get a tree mail that says, congratulations, you have all made the merge pack up and you're going to go to your new merge camp. So a merge is when both tribes combine into one new tribe. And now everybody's going to be going to tribal council every time. And you're playing not for your tribe. You're playing for yourself. And every person who's voted out from then on gets put on a jury who will they will choose who the winner is. Okay. I'm not going to lie. You said a lot of words just now. (laughs) And I think it kind of zoned out. Okay. So let me let me play catch up. Let me play catch up. So the merge Mm -hmm. is when they combine tribes. Mm hmm. Okay. And they find that out from tree mail. Sometimes, usually. I don't know. Oh, it's something on a jury. They join the jury. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So not everyone that gets voted off, period, is in the jury. Just people from a certain point on. Exactly. So like, okay. So like, what, what was it? Boot? Boot number one. Mm-hmm. First boot. First boot is mm-hmm. not in the jury. Correct. Okay. 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 Usually. Okay. Um, so not the word usually. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So the jury are the people who were going to vote, who are going to vote for the winner. They go to a place called Ponderosa. All right. Ponderosa is the term given to the place where they get to chill. It's like a resort kind of where they get to combine a bunch of different, they're like, let's get some like vaguely, native language let's get some like western language let's get some let's just make up a bunch of words <laughs> and combine them <laughs> oh wait wait for this next word for you there is something in our survivor lingo called a pagonging yep Stop it. that is a real Stop word it. and you're, that is no, that is that a survivor lingo word for something that happened in the very first season of survivor is where an alliance from one of the tribes made the merge and they had more people than the other tribe that merged. And what they did is they voted out every other person that was not from their tribe. So they went, the tribes merged and the, why doesn't that happen all the time? I feel like that's, that why don't be like tribes easy... merge all the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> why don't like, <laughs> why don't after they merge, like whichever tribe, original tribe had more people mm-hmm. just like vote out the other one. 
So, yeah, so that's what a pagonging is. But what if you were at the lower end of the hierarchy of your tribe? What if what if you were at the bottom of your tribe? Okay. So okay. if once you voted out, everybody then you know the that you'll tribe, be the first, you'll be the first out once the other tribe. Yeah. Gone. So once they're gone, maybe gotcha. you're going to get voted out first. So that's okay. what the key with the pagonging is, is that whoever is top. <laughs> you love that word. Uh, whoever is top of the hierarchy tries to make everybody at the bottom of the hierarchy feel like they're the top of the hierarchy. Okay, that's enough about pagonging. Survivor has started doing something that most every super fan hates, and it's called a final four fire making challenge. So when there are four people left, one person wins immunity, so they're safe. They pick one person who is also safe with them, and the two other people who are left go to a fire making challenge where whoever can build a fire and burn through the rope first gets to move on. Um, okay. So then finally they have a final tribal council. It's either, so these are, this is when you're picking who the winner is. It's either three people or two people at the end. The jury could be anywhere from like 13 people to seven people, honestly. So it could be any amount. That's why you, you never know when the merge is. It's always a surprise when you're about to merge. Um, oh, so they, okay. the jury asks questions. The people who are in final tribal council try to prove they played the best and convince them the, the jury to vote for them to win. They cast the jury then cast a vote for who they want to win. Um, and I also feel like at this time I need to explain to you what a goat is. The greatest of all time. You would think that's what a goat Which is. I only, I only know that because I had to Google it after one of the Super Bowls and <laughs> all my New England friends and Tom Brady is a goat. Well, in yeah. Survivor, a goat is a bad thing. In Survivor, a goat at the end is someone that is not going to get any respect from the jury and the jury and anybody could beat this person at the end. So they're called a goat. Survivor goat came before the Tom Brady goat. Okay. So we okay. had goat first. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I mean, historically, <laughs> fun fact. The goat represents the devil. So, you know, more. It's not, it's always been a bad thing. More instances. Survivors just, a yeah. cult. Okay. So, also, I just wanted to tell you what a perfect game is. There's like in Survivor lingo, there's the perfect game, which is when a person wins unanimously from every vote in the jury and they never got one vote against them the whole season. And so that's only done two times. Uh, by a player named JT and a player named Cochran. Okay. Yep. Pretty fun. Well, I, you know, I could tell you more about the islands. I could tell you more about advantages. Um, right. But, yeah. That's a lot that, of like, lo that lonely island thing. Island of the idols. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. <laughs> and that's the episode you watched. And that's where there was like two people on the island that were idols that were like you know idols as in like whoa oh we love the people them. are the idols the people were the idols all along. i thought that it was just like an island full of exactly those like tchotchke things that <laughs> there's idols. also an i there there was a season that had an island called the edge of extinction where when you were voted out you lived on this island with like no food no shelter and you just had to like scrape by every day because you would get a chance to come back in the game yeah so that was a 
There was also a season called Ghost Island. Oh my gosh, I can't believe now that I say this out loud, I'm like, what is this show? <laughs> oh man, there's a there was a season called Exile Island. And there's a season called Redemption Island. Okay, let's move on to advantages. I'll just tell you quickly some of the other powers that could be played in Survivor that are not an idol. There's a legacy advantage. There's a steal a vote. There's an extra vote. There's a super idol. No joke. Like a super fan. (laughs) A super idol that you can play after the votes are read. So you guarantee that you will never go home at a vote. I mean, at least one vote. You could hold on to it and always play it for yourself. It's okay, only I know I'm, been in the game one time. I'm or really two, stuck on mm-hmm. like names of things mm-hmm. in this universe that mm-hmm. y'all have created. But I like that we go from pagonging mm-hmm. to, oh, we need a name for an idol, but that's like better than a normal <laughs> idol. Uh, what should we call it? Like we could call it. I don't know. The super idol. Like, it's just, it's very anticlimactic after all of the other words that have been bandied about so flippantly and so joyously. And then we get super idol. It's, it's, you're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. Okay. Well, that's, you know, there's, of course, there's way more in this universe, but I feel like I should end, end it there. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot for your brain to, uh, manage. And I also feel like I, if I tell you even more, I feel like I might sway you. I mean, I think you might not be watching the show. I don't know if you're going to be really interested in watching it now. And if I tell you more, it'll just continue to snowball into you not watching the show. But I will tell you, like, you know, you know, you brought up me playing survival challenge. So I wanted to talk about how there are games called live reality games. And that's where people are hosting survivor games in their own backyard or at the local park where you go and you get to play survivor against strangers in your hometown, or, you know, you travel, you know, across the country to go play. So that's what a live game is. And that's what I got to go play in Illinois. And um, there's also something that I discovered during quarantine of COVID is online reality games and we call them orgs alexis they're called orgs and that's where you play survivor online against people that's where you join virtual cults virtual cult. oh for for real though and you play challenges online you go to tribal council like on a video call and on zoom on on skype on facebook (laughs) And you vote people out and there is real drama and it is real serious. And it was really fun to play during the quarantine. And maybe I still play it now. I don't know. And yeah, so those are what those are. So I really wanted you to learn about that. Any questions about that universe? What I'm hearing from all of this in my head growing up, it was all about the, the physicality of it, like being on an Island and like, I don't know, like American Ninja Warrior crap. Yeah. Like running up stuff and whatever. But that seems like very little Mm -hmm. of the actual show. Right. Because like you, did you win any of the challenges when you went to Illinois? No, Alexis, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually very bad at it. Okay. (laughs) But I had no self-confidence and I would love to go back out and play and actually do well. So, okay. 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like press on <laughs> press on the wound, but because it's just like in my head, I was always like, well, I still think I would suck at Survivor when I was little, and I watched American Idol. I like daydreamed about being on American Idol mm-hmm. and like blowing everyone away. You mm-hmm. know, right? I've never had that kind of like fantasy. It's always been like, yeah, there's no way I could do that. Like I with Survivor, with Survivor, and like in the past it was because like of the physical stuff so like i i was lifeguard once Mm -hmm. for a camp i don't know that i should have been i had to be water rescued during my exam did you pass the exam i did (laughs) they made you a lifeguard they let me have another chance (laughs) that's what she was we had to do this like we had to swim out so far dive like 10 feet grab a brick from the bottom oh wow swim back up and then like swim back and I like one of the other trainees had to jump in and rescue me wow because they I had to lifeguard water. you during the lifeguard they had know? to lifeguard me during my lifeguard training so like I and like I just I never thought I'd be good at that and now that I know that it's more than that than like being able to swim or climb or whatever I still think I wouldn't be good at it because I the whole like social it's like my nightmare Mm -hmm. it's it's like a waking nightmare for me the idea of being like trapped with a bunch of strangers and well I mean I had a friend who watched Survivor and was having panic attacks while watching Survivor because I mean when they first started watching they would get so stressed out about the social dynamics and the fact that to vote someone out that they realized that they were having that they needed to confront their anxiety issues head on. And they started seeing a therapist and was able to work through their anxiety issues. And it was actually a great thing. Are you trying to pitch survivors like an emotionally healing experience? Yes, I am. And also, okay, but no, it's not even like my social anxiety. It's hating people. (laughs) Like the idea of like, trying to become friends with someone just to like period like I don't know period (laughs) (laughs) the idea of making friends with someone nope out I'm out um but do you do you like board games that like the strategy board games Catan Seven Wonders those kind of games that's my big pitch. That's how I've gotten friends into Survivor is that if you're one of those board game enthusiasts who like thinking through scenarios, coming up with the best way to win, like Survivor is the next step of that plus social manipulation, which I am not ashamed to admit that I love I, in the game of Survivor. I don't manipulate people in real life. Never. I would never. Casual, casual sip mm-hmm. for, for the audio. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I, I mean, I do, I do. And I don't, I do in very small doses. And Enjoy it's because, strategy. yeah. And it's because I don't like losing. Mm. You just add, so something that I already like, yeah, I enjoy sometimes, but then you add like, oh, and social manipulation. Like now I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I think then I think the best way for you to get into survivor is I feel like you would get really into crazy kooky characters. Like, would you like to watch yes. a show, I mean, a season where there's a person who thinks that they are the best human being on the earth 
and that everything they say is amazing. And then they constantly just mess up challenges and constantly like don't know what's going on. And it's, it's great. Or yeah, I live for that. I live what about, for what about mocking drama? other human beings. Yes, mocking other humans. So you would like to watch a season where you can make fun of someone. What about seasons where like people are like really upset with each other and yelling at each other? Like does drama entice um, you at in, all? Like yes and no. Mm-hmm. So if I can if I can watch it now in like our current world, right, where I don't have to watch it on like cable television mm-hmm. and watch through all 40 minutes of it or whatever. But like when I watched Love is Blind, mm-hmm. I like lived for the ridiculous drama that was happening. And then I just like speed watched a bunch of it. So like I just scrubbed through all the boring stuff and you, just like mm-hmm. skipped to the more entertaining okay. stuff. Okay. I'm trying to think of a season to have you watch first and I might have you watch and maybe we could watch it together online because you live so far away, but we could watch one of my favorite seasons. I call it the hot mess season survivor. San Juan del Sur. Okay. That was a blood versus water season, which I did not even explain to you what that means. And that means where you are playing a season with a family member or like a loved one, like you are playing with your husband, you are playing with your sister. There's one person in your family you're playing with. And Alexis, the season was so dramatic. I was (laughs) laughing all the time. I loved every second. Why of it. can I see you and your mom doing that? It would be amazing. We would be amazing it would, television. It, it would be. Yes, you would, because you guys would be a mess. I feel like you would. But in the best way, in the best way, it would be so good. Um, who, who would win me or my mom? Oh, Paula. Paula would win. Paula would win. <laughs> so only because I would only because she would ride my coattails till the end and then cut me. OK, so. But that's, I feel like that's where we go from there is I'm going to hopefully get you into a season and then we'll follow up one day and figure out if you liked it at all. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's commit to two episodes. Two. Okay. Two episodes. You have two episodes to convince me. The pressure. Yeah. Yeah, All right. All right. That's what we'll do. Um, All right. I've got my season picked out for you. We have a commitment about what you're going to do. Um, Yeah. I think this was a great, a great time. I think that (laughs) you can hold your own anytime you are in conversation with a survivor fan. I feel like I could play act as a casual now. Yes, I think you could. And it would be because I know enough words to like (laughs) weave into the conversation. Yes. What about that episode last night? Eh? I can't believe they is pagonged. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they pagonged. Can you? Like it's pagonging. Is it a noun? Is it? Can I use it as a verb? It's they a verb. did pagong. Mm-hmm. They they pagonged. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I feel like that is it for us today. Do you have any other thoughts before we go? Um. I. It's still a cult. I don't think I was wrong. Uh. I'm happy for those who have found happiness. Through Survivor. Through Survivor. Like me. Yeah. And I will, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll try it out. Yay. Okay. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with me. It was, it was a joy. And I can't wait for next episode where you will be sharing information with me about. 
Star Trek. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to jump into the universe of Star Trek. Live long and prosper, folks. There you go. Oh, you even did the... I did the the little sign too. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, good job. All the time. All right. That is it. We can't (laughs) wait to uh, have you listen next week on The Less You Know with Alexis (laughs) and Hannah. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 